Trinity Continuum Aeon Lunar Rocks is a production of Simulacra Studios. You can catch the show live on alternate Thursdays on our Twitch channel, Simulacra TV. If you'd like to support the show, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Studios. Hello, and welcome to Trinity Continuum Aeon Luna Rocks. I am your story guide, Scott. Uh, tonight we have Nigel playing Bram, and we have Diane playing Frankie. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. Yeah, doing good. Awesome. Glad to be here. Great. Uh, so uh, we will start off a little bit after we left off. Um uh, Hannah and Mice are tonight. They are handling the um, uh, your guys's other show, the show that you guys are putting on, not the ones that like is your show. Uh, they're working with the Rising Sion guys at that space up and up on Upside, uh, and they're putting that show on. There's a couple of shows because it's gotten fairly popular. Um, you guys are definitely showcasing that very well, and it's getting a lot of good reviews, and it's getting your name out there. Uh, but your direct presence isn't required tonight, as it is just basically managing this, managing managing it logistically. Uh, so, what would the two of you be doing while they're doing that? Um, well, did I ever hear back from my dad about uh, being able to bring my friends to a family dinner? Yes, you did hear about that. Um, in fact, he basically has, he basically told you um, that he's going to work on some things uh, and try and, and, and he will get back to you uh, with a definitive answer on that. Okay. Uh, so anything while you're waiting on that? Uh, Bram has something that he'd like to do. Um, okay. And he's fine with, uh, with Frankie coming along. Um, he probably he, will regardless okay that's true um, he wants to go to the Isra uh, temple complex that's here okay. on Luna and see if he can talk to somebody about the whole Scion Syad thing okay uh, their, their temple is at, it's advertised where it is it's open to the public is that the place I went to before? Uh, yes, that is in fact the place you went to before with Hannah on a fairly similar uh, similar mission. Cool. All right. Yeah, I got some contacts over there. Come on. Okay. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool. You uh, so you like you know some people in there? They all like you know monks and shit stuff. Sorry. No, they're they're people. I. I mean, I like, just they're dudes like i don't i don't know what you want me to tell you i mean are you going to like tell them what you are and stuff i mean like no but you know i want to try and get a better idea of what it is to 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 be what i am and you know hannah's awesome but like she got seniority on me for like a week or something so I don't know okay. really who else to talk to. And of all the various orders, they seem like the ones who would be kind of the most chill. 
so you this is your life choice that you're talking about so i'm just going to give you the best counsel i can but i'm not really going to stop you if you want to talk to them about it but i mean when we went hannah didn't tell them jack all and kind of like hit herself and like we kind of went to some meditation classes that helped her out do you want me to like is that what you're looking for like it sounds like something that could be good i mean like they see the future right like that's the thing um no like some of them do but no it's it's a lot more complex than that it's not so simple there's like a group they do a lot of like education on stuff like they have classes they have meditation classes they like scan you for latency which i didn't have a fucking course but they did say my destiny was cool so i mean i guess props for that i don't know i'm still kind of bitter about it just saying um so like they but they can see the future like some of them can i mean yeah they some of them can if they're really looking into it and like you know so like the proxy because you know at least i at least remember that you know he's supposed to be like really good he's like the strongest one there is right so like how how can anything be hidden from him you know like if ever there's a there's a point where i get made like they're gonna know about it so why should i worry about that you know like with them look so the big thing is is that once certain people know no then they may either try to off you, capture your experiment on you. Basically, you are literally the exemplification and literally what they are trying to hide is a possibility. Not them and specifically, but you know, like all the psychorps and crap. Literally, you are what they've been telling us doesn't exist for years. Yeah, I think I'll go like... Um... Man, what, what would I even say? Like, how would I describe it? It's like putting on a really heavy suit. Hide, like, if you're skinny or fat. I don't know. I Maybe. mean, you could just say I'm not, what is it? What is this shit? I'm going to norm down or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. don't have exact terms for it, but you know how to put on your cyclope. You're yeah, going to be a normie. It's okay. You can be like me, even though I don't consider myself normal. I'm just... <laughs> Honey, I don't have you, that type of you power. ain't normal. And I mean that in the most in the most best way possible. You ain't normal. And that's, that's what I like about you. So uh, just, just, some, you. just some information that you guys would know um, in terms of like how many how many people there are. Uh, there are roughly 90,000 uh, scions known uh and rough estimates on unidentified lat latents is about 200,000 to 250,000 in the entire human population and on earth and otherwise so it's incredibly rare when you're when you're dealing with billions of people just something to throw out there but yeah so um uh yeah like said, she I'm mentioned not bitter or anything but I am yeah fair enough um so yeah, you mentioned that she mentioned there are classes. You can do a quick lookup on their OpNet site, uh, and they have a large number of classes. It is a school, 
uh, for it's in the name. Uh, and some of the ones that sort of jump out at you is um, basic noetic theory. Um, um, there are classes essentially sort of sort of lectures on how, what Psy feels like and what using channeling Psy feels like. Basically classes to explain Psy and the Psy experience to neutrals. Um, who are either curious or want, or, or you know want to be educated about that sort of thing. Um, uh, there are meditation classes uh, available, either you know sort of more more mundane meditation to you know psi enhanced meditation uh, available. They offer a lot of that, uh, and there is a lot of uh, alongside of that. There's a lot of sort of it's sort of implied that you go there, you take a class, you do some community service that they facilitate. So there's this other list of like things, projects that they're doing uh, to sort of help out the the moon and, and Earth space. Um, because there's no like costs mentioned, but there is like it's right it's right beside each other. It's it's the, the implication is very clear about how what they want you to be doing, how they want you to handle that. Right. Um, so yeah, there's there's those sort of classes. Um, you can certainly sign up for one uh, and make your way over there uh, if that's something you'd be interested in doing. Yeah, I, I think the basic noetic theory sounds like a good place to start. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's one of them signed up for uh, later in the afternoon. Okay. So you have a little bit of time uh, before that class starts. Uh, and you, a little bit of time before the class starts and enough time to get there. Uh, it is sort of out of the way. It's connected to the Olympus megastructure, uh, but it is as isolated as one can be and still be part of that, that megastructure. Is me – I know I've had a couple of trips out, uh, but they have kind of been to out-of-the-way places up from the depths. Is my presence going to be disruptive to any of the other organized syndicates that are that are that operate in those particular levels? Um, like, do I need to do anything to like clear it with Mao or anybody else in the Vikings? Um, give me a give me a larceny roll. Okay. I'll do intellect. And larceny three, two, three. Two successes. Two successes. Uh, you think if you're going to run to any trouble, if you're like going via public transport, you might run into another gang who's working that leg of the the transport, you know, your 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 thieves for the evening, uh, kind of situation. Uh, once you get up topside, there is no turf to speak of. Um, you know, it is very much considered that once you get hit topside, um, your concern is law enforcement. Mm -hmm. uh, no one, no one is no one is so bold as to exert turf or those sort of concerns uh, above the surface of the moon, uh, just because that is far too dangerous and that will dry get the attention of the police. Okay. You, like, ask permission to go places? I mean, I don't want to, you know, uh, 
Where does your dad operate? What levels? He's he's a uh, the top side of downside, essentially. She'll she'll tell you. I mean, what about it? Maybe for somebody like him or like you, eh, you know, going places ain't uh, such a big deal. But like, if I'm walking around in my colors, if I'm you know. If I'm there on anything that could even be remotely considered official business, and I'm in somebody else's turf, best I'm getting uh, at, at, at best I'm getting the shit kicked, stuffing kicked out of me. Um, at worst, I, I get pushed out of hell, you know. Um, and that's just me. Like other stuff could happen to the rest of uh, of the Vikings. It could be uh, a turf war. So I just want to make sure, you know, I'm. I'm Man, y'all take this shit way too seriously. We're just walking to a university. It's gonna be okay. I've done this to folks. They show up well, in, that's in, in our territory. You know? It's how, were it's they how the here to play. fucking twist shit, or were they just walking through? You don't really ask them. Well, that's dumb. You should at least ask them. Otherwise, and be like, what? I'm trying to take a piss over here. This is the closest bathroom, and you're going to kick the shit out of me because I want to go pee? No, fuck you very much. But they ain't, they ain't supposed to be down here if they are here to piss. There are plenty of other places for them to piss up in the places where they have killed my friends to say, hey, we own this level. All I'm saying is y'all take this shit way too seriously. It's not that big a deal. We're going to a university. It's all right. Begging your pardon, your highness. I think you might need to start taking it a bit more seriously. Why? I'm not here to cause anyone problems. What you want to do versus what actually happens ain't always the same thing. Especially in this world. You know that. I mean, I haven't been asking permission to go places. I just go ain't, places. Ain't nobody gonna tell you no. Your daddy's the top dog. No, he's not the top dog, but thank you. He is an important man in a vast criminal syndicate. He's a lot more important than me. All I'm saying is you're hanging out with me, so you're going to be okay. Yeah, oh, it's a whole other thing. If somebody starts, like, gunning for me, then you are there, then it's a whole other thing. Maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe no, no, just stay here. Oh, my lord. Do you want to go to this stupid fucking class or not? Yes, I want to go to the class. Then get your ass on the damn train and let's go. I... How'd you worry too much? Okay. Literally my job. So yeah, you guys head out. Uh, you get on the public transit. It takes you up topside. Um, uh, and eventually it makes its way out to the outskirts of, of Olympus uh, through sort of a dedicated train line that takes you to Oberstuff, which is the name of the, the school headquarters, at least the public school headquarters. Uh, and it is a large domed-off structure. It has its own dome, uh, and it uh, is a medium-sized building surrounded by green space. 
Um, uh, there is, you know, la- there's large like hydroponic garden um, gardens like that produce quite a lot of food. Uh, there's like uh, outdoor recreation and and spaces all sort of dotted all over the place. There's you know pathways of of you know these circular circular winding pathways uh, that you know take take you in and around all of the areas. Uh, and a few other smaller buildings are sort of spread out amongst the green space. Uh, you make your way. Uh, you make your way in. Uh, there's a quick security scan. Are either of you bringing weapons with you? Uh, I will, because I I don't go anywhere not strapped. But if they in this place, I'll actually kind of do like a double take and be like, oh yeah, and then like if they if they have like a locker or something to keep yeah. it. Yeah, uh, they do. They do have a weapon scanner, uh, and they someone asks you to put your uh, to put your weapons in a locker essentially, uh, and it will be returned. She won't do the same. She has a gun. Yeah. Oh my God! I am so sorry. Yes, sorry. Um, uh, the yeah. per- the person talking today, please don't. It's a dangerous world. Just not in here. You just put it in the locker. It's okay. This way. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, I could, I could give them the gun. Please. Absolutely. Say so they take it. They lock, catalog it. They give you a little chit uh, to retrieve it, um, and you are into the facility. Um, uh, either your mini comps uh, basically get logged on to the private opnet that is running here, uh, and it starts feeding you information, uh, directions to the class that you're signed up for, um, and like every now and then you get a very light notification with just a little like either like a koan or a saying um just you know uh, a bit of music will play uh that just seems to be it always seems to come at a particular moment where it hits you in a particular way mm-hmm. uh it's it's never it, it it's never annoying it's like oh this, my phone is giving me this information constantly but whatever it is is always like relevant to what you're just thinking, or you know it it seems to fit with the mood of of the place that you're in. Uh, it seems to be pretty pretty keyed into what you're up to and how you're feeling things. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so you guys make your way. Uh, you've got a little bit of time before the class starts. Uh, is there anything that you would want to go to, look at, uh, experience? Anything that might be here uh, that you want to look into before the class starts? I know. I dragged you here, so what do you want to do? Um, the last time I was here, Scott, uh, they they looked at my future. Now I don't remember. I remember them saying something vaguely about wanting to keep in contact or wanting to watch me. Um, I, I can I get a little refresher on yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Uh, they uh, it was when Hannah got tested for for uh, for latency. Um, well, you both got tested for latency. Actually, she didn't. Uh, you know, that's did. right. She didn't. You did. Um, it was when that was happening. And you essentially got pulled aside by uh, one of the task proctors. Uh, and she basically told you that you seem to have uh, your place in sort of the noetic continuum is interesting. It's bright. It is it, the, the possibility of you doing interesting things in interesting places uh, is incredibly uh, it is 
outsized. It is you, you are you are destined to live a more interesting life than than your average person. Um, and they essentially they didn't say that they wanted to watch you or anything. They basically said that, you know, you could always count on the ISRA if you ever needed help or if you ever wanted guidance. Um, you know, they they would they would find a place in the universe for you to do interesting things if you That's wanted their help. Okay, cool. All right. Um, Frankie kind of looks back over and she kind of shrugs. She goes, um, I mean, I saw most of what I wanted to see last time. I was nice walking around the gardens. Um, Can we do that? I like this is more trees and dirt that uh, ain't regolith that I've like ever seen. Yeah, we can walk around the garden. It's okay. You really got to get out more. Ain't too bad. Well, come on. There's flowers over this way. I like the flowers. Yeah. Uh, okay. It is a, like I said, it is a very green space and it is uncommon to see this amount of green on the moon. By the way, am I coming off as a spoiled princess yet? Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you walk around for a bit. Uh, there's, like, you know, there's there's all sorts of gardens. There's, you know, um, like I said, many paths. Uh, it's, it's very calming. It's very centering. Um, a few minutes before you need to start heading off to the classroom, uh, Frankie, your mini comp... Uh, it dings with a message that's coming from the outer opnet. Uh, it's not coming from inside this internal network. Um, uh, and you recognize it as one of the contacts from the witnesses. Oh, okay. Uh, she'll check it. Okay. Um, hold on. Uh, yeah, so you're going to, you're going to check it in, uh, in while you're here. I mean, would that put it on the, their private network? Uh, give me a technology role. All right. I probably should have opened Graham up is, my character sheet. Graham is looking at a very lovely patch of flowers. Indeed. It's very nice. Okie dokie. Tell me things, character sheet. What is my technology? Oh, I do have technology. What? Amazing. So I guess I'm going to use my intellect technology, which is five dice. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I completely spazzed on actually getting everything correct. That's fine. Two, three, four, five. Ten, eight, eight, seven, two. So three successes, re-rolling one. Right. Okay. Three successes. Okay. So you, you start to, to go over that and you think like, I'm inside a private opnet uh, and, uh, uh, and you, you sort of like, you think that that might not be a good idea. Uh, you think that they, that they would, given the, given the context of what might be on this message, um, That's their filters might pick it up if you were to actively bring it up in your system. Uh, Frankie like gets a message and she she kind of and then she kind of like goes to open it and stops and she goes, "Hey, I got a uh, a message I need to open not here if you get my meaning." 
So why don't you head on over to the class and I'll catch up with you in a few. I'm going to go step outside to take this message. Promise me you'll come right back? I promise. Okay, I'm going to hold you to it. Okay. And uh, he actually gives, like, he reaches out and gives your hand a little squeeze and then goes uh, goes off to the, to the classroom. Cool. She kind of uh, just looks down at the hand squeeze like, what? Are, did you just like... He's gone. You see the back of his head. She just like looks at her hand and she just looks confused. And she's, she just like teasingly yells, just kiss me next time. It's easier. And she starts walking towards the exit. All right. Uh, Bram, what is your, how do you, how have you set your cyclic? Uh, I want to go ahead and put it up to where I'm just a normal person. Okay, so you are a neutral. You have no psi access, external psi emanations. Gotcha. Um, cool. Uh, and I've, uh, I've altered my, my suit to be uh, kind of in keeping. Like, not like, I don't want to look like a member of ISRA, but like, just really, really simple, plain, like kind of loose, open clothing. Um, like, you know, just belt and tunic that kind of stuff sure thing absolutely possible uh so yeah you head over to the classroom uh and it's maybe about a quarter full it doesn't look like this is a super popular class it's it is it is aimed at neutrals uh people who don't have an inherent uh inherent connection to psi but want to learn about it uh and it's so it's very isn't it's a very basic level class it talks about uh the basically the, the beginning lecture uh, goes over basic noetic theory, this notion that there is uh, a, you know, a previously undiscovered particle, a subquantum particle uh, that is omnipresent, uh, that seems to be generated. It is everywhere, but it is most concentrated around life. Life is, seems to be the the, the thing that attracts it or generates it more than everything, but it is truly omnipresent at some level uh, and everywhere in the uh, everywhere in the universe. Uh, it is inherently entangled. Uh, they describe it uh, in that all psi particles are entangled with every other psi particle. So that is how feats like teleportation can be enacted, or even clairsentience it, itself can be enacted, or telekinesis. It is because all psi is connected to all other psi, and from that it is connected to the other subatomic particles and atomic particles that surround it. So uh, it, it is said that at highest levels of psi ability, space and time truly do not matter. Oh, and that yeah. and that is another thing about it. They 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 are entangled across the fourth dimension as well. Uh, so there is this sort of a scientifically understand cosmic unity uh, to the universe, uh, and that people who are have the capacity to connect to this or channel uh, through their own bodies and minds psi particles can sense and affect things using that ability. Uh, they talk about, you know, there are, they go over that those same numbers, roughly 90,000 scions, estimated 200,000 latents, which is describe what a latent is. It is a person who has a genetic capacity to hold 
psi in their bot hold more psi in their body, uh, um, and the Prometheus effect unlocks the the uh, the dormant pathways in someone's genetic structure in order to build channels for that psi power. Uh, and they talk a little bit about it is theorized that in maybe a, a few hundred thousand years uh, that latency will evolve into natural psionic uh, channeling. Uh, but they say that there's that that is a thing that evolution is going to have to do, or perhaps advanced genetic engineering will be able to unlock it. But at this point, we don't know enough about that part of the human genome to even begin to do that. Uh, it is through the miracle of the Prometheus tanks that the scions are able to be created. Um, and they do kind of kind of gloss over that that idea. They don't really go into much detail about the Prometheus tanks. Uh, they just say that it was, you know, a pinnacle of human engineering and, and uh, uh, thanks to the, the brilliance of the proxies uh, that those came about. Uh, but yeah, there's that is sort of the basic thrusts of the lecture. Um, would you have any questions when it comes into like question and answer time? Probably a thousand. Um, whether or not he's like willing to risk it, um, he's. I don't know. I, I think he's come this far. I don't think he would turn down the opportunity. Um, nor is he really like he's coming, but he's not smart. So like. He's not going to exactly hedge his questions, so he's probably going to ask about uh, about this possibility of people who, who who have not been through the Prometheus effect. Um, you know what would what would that take, or or um, hmm. I. I this is actually him standing like, mm -hmm. like at the microwave. So like, what, what would it like take for that to happen? Like before, you know, a hundred thousand years of evolution, you know, like what would that, if like, could that happen now? Like, is that a thing? Like, even if it's like a rarity, was that a thing that could happen? You know, it would take a very specific and most likely incredibly rare genetic mutation on an individual level. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, we all know, well, as we've said, that as part of the lecture, that, uh, you know, there's a certain percentage of the population, a very small percent of the population, who have a genetic mutation that allows them to inherently store more psi within their bodies, within their own te noetic template. Um, if such a thing were happening today, then it would be an even more rare expression of probably a very similar genetic mutation. I gotcha. Okay. So, like, if you found one of these people, like, what would happen to them? Would they be, like, a celebrity? Would they be, like, you know, I don't know, would they, like, cut them up in some lab, you know? <laughs> oh, my, no, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that at all. Um, it would be a very delicate situation, I would say, um, because they would represent in many important ways the future of the human species. It would be something that, that we would definitely want to understand better 
Um, we would hopefully be able to convince such a person to um, donate their time and uh, and their their access to their uh, genetic information as well as themselves uh, in order to be studied uh, so that the process could be understand and perhaps we can we can start making better inroads on guiding human evolution to that point. Um, I would say that they would uh, such a being, such a person would also likely be able to go through the Prometheus project, Prometheus effect, uh, and fully unlock their potential uh, and to a degree that they would be unlikely be able to without such a thing. It would, of course, uh, lock them into a specific uh, expression of psi-ability. Um, but this is, of course, an all incredibly theoretical. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, anytime. Um, give me a cunning integrity roll, please. Sure. Uh, or, just, or whatever. Uh, yeah, cunning or... Uh, no, sorry. Composure or, or resolve plus integrity. Oh, uh, I'll do composure, and I got, uh, I don't have, um, just straight resolve or composure? Yeah, uh, plus integrity if you have it. Oh, uh, I do have integrity. I have two, so give me a sec. That is botch. You were very lucky that I also rolled a botch. <laughs> Does that mean, do I still get momentum? Oh, uh, yes, you do get momentum. Uh, you get two, right? Yeah, you get two momentum for that. So you are like talking and like you realize how eager that you sound. Um, but this person just seems to be like in a, in a navel gazy, not really connecting with this conversation, uh, state of mind. Um, but like you, you like sort of go over like the way you said things and like, you're like, oh, oh, I said too much. And either this person is like, has a poker face, like no one's business or they have not processed a thing you've said. Cool. Um, to your advantage. Yeah, no, he's gonna kind of like sit down and, and it, he had other questions, but he's just like, ah, uh, no, I don't know. I'm just gonna sit. Okay, I will move outside the school. Uh, you basically head uh, outside uh, of the the lock, the airlock that go, leads into the specific dome. Uh, how far away do you get? Do you like get on get on uh, go to this transit station? Do you get on a train? How far away from the how school? How far do I need to be? Like the minimum distance. Um, once I would say that, like probably once you're you're in, I'll, I'll let your your role from earlier ride, uh, and basically say that like once you're in like the public transit facility, like you don't have to get on a train, but you do need to be like firmly in the public uh, Lunanet uh, domain, uh, basically away from the signal. Uh, well, basically once the once the the uh, the Obersafe signal drops. Gotcha. So yeah, she'll she'll go out. She will pick up her weapon as she goes. Mm -hmm. She'll just check it back in when she comes back in. But she will go out to the the transportation platform or what not have you, and then check her message. 
Okay. Uh, so it's actually a pretty uh, big file. Um, it, it's a message from someone who, basically one of your handlers, one of the people back on Earth, uh, and it is essentially we've um, a an update that is specifically gone out to you. Uh, basically, it's a part of a big file dump that they have recently uncovered to to do other things. Uh, and your basically your section has been highlighted uh, because it is something lunar related. Uh, and uh, you basically get the notes of it, but then you then there is like the other data is is connected to it. Uh, basically, the notes read that recent discovery, um, something related to the Aeon Trinity. Uh, we've analyzed some of this data, uh, and there is a for the best for what we can tell, um, we've cross-referenced files which mention something called they refer to people that have been categorized as uh, paramorph, psychomorph, and exomorph. Uh, this is a categorization of people that some Aeon document is talking about. Uh, and there is a reference to a lunar data site, basically a, a offline server uh, that holds more information about this topic. Um, so they're like, it's essentially, this is something to look into uh, since you are our operative on the moon. Um, if you can get anything more out of this data site that might explain this document. Do they know where the data site is? Uh, they have some information. It's it, this, is, this, this data site is pre-aberrant war. Uh, so it's an old data site that, you know. Do I think this is the data site that Mouse found? Uh, or my you, found? No, no. You know, this is something. This is something. Aeon Trinity. Like this is. They they specifically think that this is a site belonging to the Aeon Trinity. And the thing that my mouse found was like an old like corporate site. Gotcha. Okay. So interesting. Yeah, they they basically have like a general some general information about where it was, um, back in the day. Uh, so who knows where it is? Like. You don't know what, like, you don't know off the top of your head what's right, going I have to go on there. Into it. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Once she reads that, she's like, hmm. And she'll um, basically get the notification of red, mm -hmm. you know, basically like got it, uh, and then turn around and head back in. Like, okay. that is something to look at later. Right. Um, uh, you also get a message um, while you're heading in uh, from your father. Um, basically saying that if you and any of your friends want to meet for dinner tonight at a, um, uh, it's not, he's not inviting you to like the house, but he's inviting you to a restaurant, uh, that is, um, neutral -ish. a neutral, in a neutral location, basically a neutral area that, that, you know, you know, you know, he does business sometimes, in areas that are okay for people to meet that if they're not a part of one another's organizations. She go. uh, she sends back sweet. Um, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there with Bram. Um, 
Mice and Hannah are busy setting up, uh, running the other gig we got going. He says, I'm looking forward to it. She just kind of cackles to herself as she walks in and like checks her gun back. She's like, <laughs> yeah, that was, this is going to be great. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, Brand, uh, uh, they... The class, like the like the the portion of the class where it's like question and answer and like talking with some with the the lecturer and some of the other assistants, uh, is sort of winding down. People are heading out either to do other things or to to head out. Um, uh, you kind of get a good look at sort of the the, the service look, uh, and it looks like there is um a uh, a sort of the nearest and like most easy to pick up task would be um, uh, essentially harvest, uh, like going through and picking up, picking out, picking ripe, ripe fruit and vegetables from the hydroponic gardens and, and sorting them and putting them into, into uh, bushels uh, seems to be like the lowest hanging fruit. Uh, but if there's any other type of service you might want to do, uh, there's a couple of other different options you could look into. I'm good with that. I'll, I'll go and, and, volunteer like a, a few hours mm -hmm. um i'll uh i'll check my mini comp and see if uh, uh if uh, frankie is back in the compound yeah you get a ping on her you basically you're, you're able to, to to kite string one another and and meet up uh at the gardens i've got like a big like wicker basket that somebody like really hand wove like a couple of days ago mm -hmm. as part of a meditation class yeah um and like you know, you know that this sort of thing, like most commonly, this sort of thing is done by automation. Like there are robots here, but for some reason, they they encourage people to do this sort of work. I think he's really going to like it. Like at first, it's it's weird and awkward, but he really starts to enjoy it. Just kind of getting into this very natural rhythm of like walking around, finding something, you know, picking it off the vine and putting it in a basket and just sort of losing himself in that meditative, like, very primal human behavior. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and so Frankie, you, you come, to come upon him as he is laden with fruits and vegetables in a, in a woven bushel. Just kind of like watches for a moment because you seem really into it. And then she's like... So, we have dinner plans tonight. We do? Yeah. Daddy's invited us to dinner. Were I not in a place of great calm, that would be a problem. No, it's fine. It's, it's in a neutral territory. It's okay. So, it's all gravy. Oh, and he God. knows you're coming. Okay. Okay. I gotta talk to Mal. Like, just, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, like, I, I wanna go. I will go. I just gotta let him know. Cause, uh, yeah. Otherwise, like, I do not wanna cause trouble with the Vikings. For the okay. Vikings. What am I talking about? Besides, I'm pretty sure my dad's already talked with them about you, but go right ahead. Um, 
I look for someone to like hand the basket over. I've probably been doing it for like 30 minutes at right. least. Yeah. Um, uh, there's someone who takes the basket and like, and, and you can't, you basically hand it to someone who's doing sorting work and like, thanks. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Uh, where's the nice quiet spot? Uh, Frankie. Well, that depends. Do you want it to be private or not? Uh, yeah, private's probably good. The train terminal. What? I'm like a garden. You're also on their private network. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, if that doesn't bother you, then by all means, you can talk here. Just, you know, they're probably listening. Yeah. I'd rather not. I got some pretty heavy encryption in this thing. Then the closest <clears throat> thing you want is the train terminal. All right. Let's uh, go to that then. Um, as he leaves and like checks his gun out, he looks at it like he's picking it up for the first time and just like kind of like flips it over a couple of times in his hand. And just he'll put it in its holster and then and then walk on out. Uh, that was a super serious face. Uh, yeah. Um, as you are uh, putting it uh, on your in your holster, uh, the person who is sort of managing this thing, uh, this this process, uh, sort of says, looks you like straight in the eyes for for a few seconds and says, "Sometimes people do need to get shot." It's not a matter of if they need to get shot. It's what to do. It's how to do the shooting. Efficiently. Efficiently. That would be my suggestion. But I just thought you might need to hear that. Have a nice day. No. He'll keep on walking, slowly trying to digest that. You know, one of these times I'm going to come here and they're going to greet me by name and be like, welcome back, Frankie. Which friend have you brought today? <laughs> uh, they got a frequent flyer card or something? Maybe. I mean, this is now the second person that I basically brought here going like, here, classes. Ten visits. What do you think they give you for free? Oh, can it be a massage? Please say it's a massage. Oh, I'm sure they do good massages here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> well, the good places to get massages on the moon, you know. But, um, I reckon they probably do good work up here. Probably you should call now. Yeah, you guys get to the, the get to the train station uh, where they have you know like smoking lounges and like good 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 uh, Sud American carcinogen free tobacco. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I'll go ahead and key my implant and call it Mal. Yeah. Uh, it, it bings for a couple of moments, uh, and then he picks up and says, Hey, Bram, what's up? Got an invite to dinner with um, Out of Play. Yeah, uh, Is Frankie's last time last name Valentine? Valens. Valens. With uh, Mr. Valens. 
Heard about that through the grape line. Looks like uh, he reached out to uh, clear things. Um, tricky situation. Uh, just, you know, you're not there. To, you're not. I know you know that you're not there doing business. Right. Like you're here because this is a social thing because you're, so, you're affiliated with his daughter. Right. Like that's what's happening. Exactly. And you're not going to bring up business. And if he brings up business, you're not going to talk about business. Not at all. Should I? I'm not going to bring my gun, Mal. I just don't. I just, I just don't want it. You know what? Uh, if you weren't going to a pretty, pretty known location, uh, you know, I've done business where you're going before. I would say that that might be a dumb thing to do, but I think it might be worth the risk. Just like, I just want him to really get an understanding that like me and us, like we ain't, we ain't got beef, you know? And I don't know. I just feel like that would be a really powerful gesture, you know? You know, it, it might be appreciated. I mean, I wouldn't expect him to reciprocate, but. Oh, no. And, like, I mean, honestly, look, he wants to wag me, and, you know, I I, I nothing makes, uh, I would be upset, but, you know, I understand the power differential inherent in the relationship here. Yeah, just, you know, keep that in mind, and, you know, keep in mind that we haven't asked you to do anything involving inter-gang relations. Oh, no, I yes, I understand that loud and clear. No right. response. You, uh, you're a good soldier, Bram. You're loyal. You're smart. You know your place. So I have no reason to distrust you. I've put you in this situation where you're interacting with someone connected to, the other, to another organization, and you've handled it well so far. So I won't, I won't let you down. That's what I like to hear. As long as you don't uh, give me a reason to be suspicious about this, which you haven't yet, I think we can make this work. I, you want anything? I'll bring you a doggy bag. You want some lasagna? Uh, yeah, bring me some cannoli. I can do cannoli. All right. All right. Click. Click. All right. I'm cool. Uh, I got to drop by... Um, no, I guess I can't. Uh, the train station's got lockers, right? Yeah. All right, that will do. Yeah, what? So you... Hmm? Gotta drop by what? I can't go strapped to go see the old man. Why? Well, uh, it would not be proper etiquette. You just want to leave it at my place? Uh... Don't you live with him? No, I live with Hannah. Oh, right. Yeah, that place. The crash pad? Uh, it's a bit further down than I'd be comfortable going around on. No, I mean, no, that'd be fine. Yeah, let's let's do that. Okay. I mean, I got to get changed anyway. Yeah, I should probably shower. Well, there's a shower at Hannah's place. Well, our place. 
mostly I've just kind of moved in and she's not told me no. So you so. call this place. I mean, you understand my confusion. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of my place too. I mean, I've just kind of moved in and she hasn't told me no. So it's kind of my house too. Well, there you go. All right. Yeah, we'll head back. Uh, and... Besides, if she didn't have a roommate, then she wouldn't talk to anyone but her like avatar. So she really would not. She needs. Well, I don't want to make any assumptions about her needs, but um, I'm glad that we are both there for her to communicate with. Oh yeah. No, I I fully understand that I'm like the human best friend to this whole posse, so it's cool. I live in my life. Yeah, you own it. It's refreshing, and you earn it, which is also refreshing. I mean, I was born human. At least I'm pretty sure I was born human. I haven't figured out anything else yet, because it's not like I'm cool like everyone else in my freaking group. Still bitter. If I could give this away, you wouldn't. You'd be, you'd be the first person I would think of. I understand, but I also know you wouldn't, and you shouldn't. You have a brand new awareness on the world, and I'm totally jealous of it. However, I also understand. All right, so you guys head back to your place. Uh, start getting ready. Uh, there's, you know, nice, uh, nice, uh, combo, uh, low flow water slash sonic shower, uh, that you guys have there. Um, you both are able to get ready, freshen up. Uh, what are you both wearing to this dinner? Um, I will take the suit. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be a nice, uh, what do I know about the restaurant itself? Is it like going to be a formal affair, or is it going to be like casual? I'm trying to think of a good equivalent. Um, is it like Four it's, Seasons? It's it's like a Fogo de Chao. Okay, like that so, that that kind of like it's not like Michelin star or anything like that, but it's good. It is high quality, a high quality establishment. Slacks and jacket, no tie. Yeah. And that's what I'll go with. Fishnet. All right. Various um, forms of fishnet. I am very explicitly leaving my gun here with a note, like, you know, for Hannah. It's like, you know, everything is okay. I just didn't need this tonight. You know, love, you know, heart brand. Cool. All right. Well, we are going to take. Um, a, hmm? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to uh, take a short break uh, before we get back into it. So we'll see you and have this lovely family dinner in a moment.
All right, and we are back. So, yeah, you guys are continuing to get ready. Uh, any other final uh, preparations before you head off to dinner with Daddy? Um, she is going to change what she's wearing, mostly because the last time they went out drinking, she did a fishnet look when they went out to the club. So um, she wants to do something a little bit different this time. Uh, she's actually going to do a, a, a latex dress, um, mini dress with um, matching thigh highs. Okay. Boots. Cool. Uh, yeah, so you guys hop on the public transportation. Uh, it sends you up the, the spiraling ways of, uh, you know, of branching uh, tram lines uh, until eventually you get to this sort of uh, neighborhood of, uh, you know, upper downside uh, that is pretty suburban in its kind of vibe. Uh, very middle class, sort of very middle of the road. Uh, it's kind of in between. Uh, it, it's essentially like a big ass shopping mall that borders like more defined neighborhoods. Uh, like it, there are some residential uh, sectors to it, uh, but it is mostly a commercial area. Uh, so like any kind of it, it makes a lot of sense that this would be a place that would sort of be designated as a neutral sort of a, a no-go zone in terms of doing business or having any issues between gangs and organizations uh the restaurant is a like i said a pretty upscale uh very very you know a lot of real meat is being served uh, a lot of uh, you know uh, earth-grown vegetables and and uh, other other types of foodstuffs are being uh, grown here, uh, and you know there's a pretty good wine selection. Um, it's early evening, so it's not incredibly busy, uh, but there are a few people, Frankie, uh, who are sitting at tables that you do recognize, uh, not like directly up at the table that has been reserved for your for your uh, dinner but you sense you you recognize the pattern oh yeah of course uh she so yeah hi to them yeah they nod uh the hostess brings you uh, up to a table that is uh kind of in the back uh kind of in a, in a place where you know uh no one's no no one uh can uh people can easily have their backs to the wall uh, and still, uh, you know, have a good view of what's going on in the in the in the or in the in the establishment. Sorry. Uh, and uh, your father is sitting there has yeah, about a half a glass of wine. Uh, why don't you describe your father, Frankie? Sure. Um, when you first take a look at Frankie's father, you wouldn't automatically ex uh, think that this was her father. You might actually think this was more like an older brother because he's older but very distinguished looking, um, either through surgery or just really good genetics. He simply hasn't gotten the the age uh, fully in his skin yet. Um, he definitely looks like someone who's seen some shit, though. You could catch a few scars across his knuckles, probably a distinguished one across his cheek more than likely uh he's known to be a bit more physical minded than uh most bosses usually are 
he's not afraid to really get in and get his hands dirty. Um, and it's actually one of the things he's known for and why his people are so loyal to him is because while they may not be related by blood, he does treat everyone in his gang like family. Um, but you can definitely see the resemb resemblance between the two. Uh, the only thing that Frankie is missing is uh, that olivey skin tone. Frankie is very, very, very pale. Um but you get the impression that might be from her mom. Otherwise, uh, the same eyes, that same green tone uh, tone to it. He has where Brent, uh, Frankie bleaches her hair, uh, pale blonde and pink. He has a deep, rich um, black hair that's just now starting to get some pepper to it. Or so it's a salt to it. Other way around. But he's usually dressed very, very nicely. He does wear his status. Um, it's never gaudy, though, whereas Frankie's very in your face. He's more subdued, but every piece that he's wearing is quality. All right. So when you guys start to approach the table, uh, he does stand. Uh, he, he motions you, Frankie, to come to him. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. she walks over and gives yeah. him a big kiss on both cheeks. Yeah, and he uh, he returns it and, and gives you a hug, uh, and he pulls a, a chair out for you, uh, and then he turns to look at you, and he says, uh, "This would be uh, this would be Abraham." Then he extends yeah, a hand. This is Bram. Bram, this is my dad. You know, shake it. Right. Uh, he gives you a, a a firm but not aggressive grip. Uh, and uh, motions you to the table. Yeah, I'll go ahead and sit. And he goes around and sits at his seat. And he says, uh, So, my daughter, darling dearest, you, you wanted to have dinner. Yeah, you suggested it, and I just thought it would be a great idea. Normally, I'd love for you to catch up with Hannah. I know you've met her before, but she and my Celian are off. You know about the whole, like, um... Oh, goodness. Um, relay bang that's going on? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm, yeah, I'm aware of it. It seems to be a pretty big deal in terms of, uh, of an art project. I, I heard you made a, a pretty shrewd deal, a collaboration, so I'm happy about that. I'm happy uh, that your song uh, got out. That's, uh, it's good. I'm glad that you're succeeding in your endeavors. Yes. In fact, uh, it's actually worked out fairly well. The, the space that we are kind of renting from the, you know, the Vikings, mm. it's done really, really well, actually. Um, at first, I was a little like, well, to be honest, I wasn't really super like happy with the space at first, but then we got like a charm to it. And I was like, yes. And then we made it our own kind of space. And I was like, hell yes. Did you know that there used to be an aberrant cult there? I am very well aware of that. Uh, very, yeah, uh, very upset. Like off somebody in the planner. Yeah, uh, I, I did hear about that. Uh, that seemed a pretty scary deal. I mean, uh, you know, he kind of looks over you, Bram. Like even uh, those of us who live the life dealing with fucking aberrants. That's uh sort of a different thing, isn't it? It is. Um, 
my mother um, was pretty shook up by the attack uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, that um, she's not someone who gets shook up real easy. So that was uh, was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I was uh, I was a little kid back in the day, very small, very young, when uh, when they were still around, and you know I've uh, I've seen a lot of things, and uh, nothing scares me like that. So it's always good to stay vigilant. You know, we got to protect the things that we love. Absolutely. Um, you, uh, you're from Earth, I, I assume. Originally, yeah. I'm not. Um, well, no, me, me neither. Um, my mom Talk had me shortly... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, please. You should try his mom's cooking. It's really good. You know, maybe uh maybe I can get a get a plate sometime. But uh I wouldn't want to impose. I'm sure she'd be happy to make you something. Um she's a hell of a cook. Uh but um she doesn't talk about much what made a leave, but she does like to talk about um the old country and, you know, hills and mountains and stuff like that. Um, do you have a favorite place somewhere you like to think about back on Earth? Back on Earth? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got home. There's home. Uh, down uh, down uh, the... Oh, jeez. Italy in the Italy in the the summer is a, quite a place. Tuscany. Yeah. But uh, to... then the huh. then the Esperanza came down, and uh, you know it wasn't direct wasn't a direct hit, but mm, I wouldn't want to go back now. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, you want to pick a place to to. Mess us up. That's a you couldn't have picked a better spot, you know. It's, yeah, those fucking monsters, you know. Uh, it kind of puts it puts things in perspective, you know. Yeah, it's um, it does. I, I you know, I, I know some stuff, but uh, I ain't never really considered myself to be a student of history, but. Um, yeah, really does make you appreciate what you got, and I don't know, just the the quickness that that can be taken away from you. Well, it's a dangerous universe, so you got to hold on to what's yours. So uh, you uh, you watch out for my uh, my girl here, right, and her friends. Yes, sir. I'm a I'm a security detail uh, for her, for Hannah, for the rest of the uh, of the bang group. Um, uh, I've got a couple of other uh, uh, folks that are, that are part of the detail, but uh, they're mostly for shows, uh, sort of general uh, uh, screening, you know, group activities, 
just the muscle, but they're not stupid, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, I've uh, I've accompanied uh, your daughter and Hannah on a uh, pretty much since I was assigned to them, uh, and uh, she's just she's got a lot of talent. Uh, she's uh, really introduced me to this whole um, bang thing, you know. I, I don't know. Yeah, really, uh, I, 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 yeah, I understand. It's uh, it's all the rage, you know. Uh, kids have uh, taken uh, taken it from uh, from what it was to something that I don't understand. But uh, you know, hey, that's the way of things, isn't it? I think times change. But, so yeah, so uh, how long do you think this arrangement's going to going to keep going? And, you know, still going to be renting that space. That's uh, the crux of it. You know, you guys are in their turf. I know we're not talking business tonight, but, you know, I got to look after my daughter. I, I look decidedly at, at, uh, at Frankie. That is all up to you and, you know, the group. Yeah, currently we're planning on staying there um, for a while at least. We haven't decided anywhere else yet. Maybe mm. if we get bigger, we might go someplace else. But for right now, it suits our needs. So, and all of our like setups mostly geared for there, so it works out really well. All right then. Well, you know, it seems uh, you know you. Uh... You want to be out in the world. You want to be living your own life. You don't want to avail yourself of the services of the family. I understand. I understand. Makes sense. But you know you can I just always... I want to make you proud. You do, sweetie. You do. Uh, you know, when I when I saw you, uh, you know, your name in lights, as it were, uh, you know, when my notification started tra- saying that you had a viral hit, uh, then that, you know, that made me proud, you know, I, I, I never, uh, never said that you had to live the life. Uh, and, uh, I'm glad to see that you find another place out of it since you don't want to. She just kind of like chuckles and gives him a smile. Um, and at the same time, because Frankie's that kind of person, she's totally playing footsie with Bram under the table. Bram is doing his best to not make any noise. Mostly because she is trying to push Bram's buttons at the moment. Mostly because she thinks it's hilarious. Um, and... Of course, Frankie's a disaster and is going to flirt in the most disastrous ways. Uh, she just kind of like leans back and she's like, you know, if after this whole setup works out pretty well with them, um, we're actually looking at doing a few new, uh, a few more shows. Um, I can continue to have that feed open so you can watch them if you want. Um, if you ever want to come down, maybe we can you know, broker some kind of deal so you can actually come watch a live show. He kind of mulls that over for a bit and says... (laughs) Bram's eyes go wide. (laughs) He says, uh, yeah, yeah, that, uh, that feed, uh, real interesting. Uh, especially, uh, you know, who's at the end of it. 
Uh, I'm not sure I want to lean on that too much. Uh, I mean, uh, I know I, I told my daughter this. You, you, you know what the business about that is, right, Abraham? Uh, they, as I understand that she's a, they are a, um, a big star, but uh, I don't really know the details, I'm afraid. No, I'm talking about um, our uh, our esteemed president in the pit. That feed. Oh. Well, yeah, your feed was different, though. Yeah. Well, Wait. anyway, I've said this to my daughter, and uh, you know, I don't since you, since you're you're close to her. You don't want none of that. No. Uh, you want to no. stay as far away and unnoticed by that as possible. And and I'm telling you not to bring that kind of heat anywhere near my daughter. No, uh, no need to tell me twice, sir. And I got to say, I'm a little worried about something. See, uh, I uh, managed to hear a little something uh, about your uh, your show. Something that somebody picked up. The, uh, the the president's representative picked something up while she, she was there. She had some kind of um, I don't know, some kind of Bioware thing. And uh, there was uh, obviously uh, some. I don't know how they did it, but according to my sources, uh, it picked up some sort of uh, psychic activity. So I don't know who you got sniffing around your your thing, but you know if it's the fucking ministry or the Norsa, especially if it's the Norsa, you watch your fucking ass. You don't want. Is he talking to her or me? He's talking to both of you. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, there they ain't many scions, but if you know, so one of them is sniffing around your business. It's best to keep your business clean. True. I know we did have um, a scion that was there. She's actually part of the bang scene. She's one of the Muzzy and Bang artists. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, you know, it's nice when they announce themselves, but uh, apparently this reading picked up uh, picked up some telepathy. So, uh, yeah, you just got to be careful about that sort of thing. Don't give them any reason to do it. Because if you've had to deal with one of them scions breathing down your ass, the things they can do, you know, not it's not horrific like the, the abos, but uh, it's pretty fucking potent. I did get tested, and I'm not latent. Oh, thank God. I don't want you living that kind of life. Uh, it's so annoying, though. That would be cool. Yeah, it'd, it'd be cool to get conscripted to fight cosmic monsters on the edge of the galaxy, sure. But uh, I don't want that for you. Well, I have no latencies. So you don't have to worry about that. But, but a nice, I normal life. say I have a very impressive destiny. Well, I could have told you that. 
Oh yeah, they said that I, my life is going to be very interesting. Like they were talking about it being super bright on some sort of like, I don't know, like however they look into the future or whatnot. Apparently I'm destined to have a very interesting life and whatever I'm going to be involved in is either going to be very great um, or very, I guess, I hopefully great. I don't know. But apparently I'm super interesting that way. I see. I see. Well, uh, and uh, food has been coming uh, while while this you know dinner dinner's been being had uh, while the conversation goes on. He says, "Well, uh, I know always knew you were going to shine brightly. Just you know, don't need you shining, uh, shining and uh, throwing things around with your mind and painting a big target on your back for fucking monsters." That's fair. Still would be really cool though. Trust me, sometimes uh, power is a bigger burden than you might think. By the way, did you see those little freaking piss ants? They tried to make a move at the concert, but they got shut down. Bran shut them down hard. It was great. Yeah, yeah, you told me about them. You got some, uh, some what, some rival band or whatever? You've heard about what the the what is it, the FSA is doing nowadays. They're trying to put out an alternative to Bing, and it is the most racist, prejudiced bullcrap I've ever heard. What do you expect? It's the fucking FSA. Oh yeah, no. And I thought for a moment that the band they put together, like first off, so the lead singer does have a nice ass, but I was just hey like, hey 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 hey. Look, all right. Look, it's true though. And so I was like, okay, let me talk to him to see if he's, like, just a face or if he's, like, hook, line, and sinker. And apparently that bitch is hook, line, and sinker. And so I had to put him in his place. I kicked him out of the bar. And then he showed up at our concert trying to make a scene. And I disgraced him in front of everybody. And then he got his ass kicked out. Well, it sounds like you got that situation handled. Oh, yeah. Then they tagged my place. They did what? They tagged my place. <laughs> they, um, they, it was not while we were there. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, did a bit of petty vandalism. Um, so I, uh, made sure to beef up security. We have a, a few more panels in place now. And, um, yeah, cameras, if they show up again, um, they uh, they're not walking away without a bloody nose. Good, cause uh, I know uh, daughter dearest, you might not understand that, but uh, that is a threat. Yeah, it in was. Our they of, said, in our world, that's a threat. Well, they definitely was a threat, cause they said this isn't over. That's what the tag said. Really. Oh yeah. No, did you who know are, the who first... are these boys? Who are these boys? What's the, oh, what do they go by? Oh, they're called the Liberty Lads or something like that. And they actually threatened us—not them, but their manager. Oh my goodness, she literally called us like street trash when we showed up and showed up at their concert, and then kind of—well, I mean, we did kind of take over their concert, kind of like as a rivalry moment, and it was pretty cool. Like we upped their sales. And I was—I even made the pitch to her. I was like, "Look, you're going about this the wrong way. 
like this could be a good publicity thing. They could get publicity. We could get publicity. It was a really good a business opportunity, right? At least that's what I'm thinking. And this bitch is like, oh, yeah, no, you're going to have to sign on the dotted line and do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, no, honey, that's not how this works. And she's like, that's exactly how this works. Or I'm going to arrest you. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. You're going to arrest me. And But they tried, but it didn't stick. Um, mostly be oh by the way there's a really nice officer uh he took really good care of us uh i'd like an empathy role from both of you <laughs> sure do i even have empathy good question uh, i have a dot of it awesome i have four dots of cunning oh boy all right so I have a dot and three of that, so I'm rolling four. That's uh, a bunch. You. I have two. Okay. Uh, as you're going through this spiel, uh, you slowly see uh, like the wheels turning behind your father's eyes, uh, and you know that he is not happy about what you're telling him. Um. Like you're you're seeing the gang leader th think things through, uh, and you know you asked him who these people were, uh, and you, you're you're seeing like the ruthlessness and the anger behind his eyes. Um, Bram, you see that same thing, but you are thinking that it's directed at you. Uh, I assure you. Sir, that at no point um, uh, your, your, your daughter was in danger. I, uh, uh, I Yeah, no, I, we were I, totally fine. And he wasn't even there. This was before we got the whole thing with the Vikings. Before, yeah, this was before I was, was on. It wasn't like I wasn't there because I was like slacking off or anything. <laughs> Abraham, no, do me a favor and shut your mouth. Sir. I'm gonna look into these boys. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can see about these boys. I don't like uh I don't like them coming to your house. Uh, that's that's out of line, and uh, something tells me they might not who they know who they're dealing with. That's probably very fair. They did call me street trash, and that did well. They didn't. Their manager didn't. That made me really upset. That is an unfortunate phrase to go about, but you know what? Business is business, and I expect you to be able to take an insult here and there. But, oh, I uh, did. Oh, she ate her words later, though. That's good. We've that's been good. making their life a living hell. I like to hear that, but no one shows up to my daughter's house and uh, and makes threats. That's just not a thing that happens. All right. This has been a lovely evening. Uh, this is, uh, the bill of course has been taken care of. Uh, if you guys want to order dessert or anything, I, uh, I have some business to attend to. Okay. And she like gets up and she goes back over and gives him another big hug and a kiss on the cheek. It is very obvious that she is the baby. Mm -hmm. Um, like it is very obvious that that is exactly who she is in this relationship. Uh, and, she she does like hug him a bit tighter than usual, mostly because she you know hasn't really seen him since the Aberrant attack. So 
she's just really relieved. Um, and then she'll like let go and she'll goes, we'll have to start making this a regular thing. This is uh, we might, we might just do that. And he, he hugs you uh, and kisses you on the forehead. Uh, he turns to, to Abraham and he, he holds out his hand again. Abraham. Sir. Um, thank you very much. This was uh, a lovely evening and um, thank you. This is uh, keep doing your job. Yes, sir. Uh, and he uh, stands up. Uh, about half the people that you recognize stand up with him and head out. Rather, the rest of them stay in the stay in the restaurant. Uh, and the waiter comes up and asks you if you want any drinks or desserts or anything. Uh, they will play the cannolis to go. Absolutely. She kind of sits back down and she like goes right back to playing footsie with him, and then she kind of casually leans over and she goes. Don't look now, but we're being watched. And she just smiles. Who are the rest of them? Mm -hmm. Like, they're not, like, hiding it. Like, they're, yeah. but they're not, like, staring at you. But it's... it's th this is a situation for which there needs to be no subterfuge. Right. Is this always... Uh, I'll... Um, I'll... Uh, talk telepathically to you. Um, is this how it always is? What do you mean? Like, the watches? Is this just, oh god, is this me? Is this what I do? Am I just looming over you all the time? Yeah. Oh, I am sorry. Doesn't bother me. I'm used to it. I just do what I want anyway. So, what are you gonna do? Stop me? I mean, if I gotta, you can try. I'll succeed. I think I, I have far more tricks up my sleeve than you realize. I can lift crap on my mind, sweetheart. I can do. One thing, very strangely, uh, pretty decently, all things considered. She kind of casually gets up and gives him a big, wide smile uh, and leans in purposefully. And she looks up at him and she says, yeah, but that's only as good as when your mind's clear. It's true. Kind of leans back and then goes to the bathroom, sauntering. Hate to see you leave. Love to watch you go. But she's once she comes back, she's ready to leave. Yeah, uh, the uh, the waiter has brought uh, a to go uh, container of cannoli, uh, and uh, there's no check to speak of, so you guys can leave when you want. Uh, is this the same waiter we usually get? Yeah. Oh, she gives him a big kiss on the cheek. And a hug before they uh, they go. He accepts it with all due professionalism. Uh, yeah, I'll head out the door and I'll just like wave to one of the one of the groups, gentlemen. They nod. And uh, yeah. Bye, Benny. 
Hello, little Frankie. That's Benny. That's been one of the ones that's been pretty much whenever I'm involved in anything, Benny's usually around. At least if when I'm around the house. Um, I'll actually like, like I'll mini comp him, like just like a, a contact question mark, just like you know, just for emergencies, I'll I'll put on like a little text message. Yeah, you get a you get a ping back, and and the the your mini comps exchange information. Good enough. In case. So, we have two, your highness. I mean, the night's young. Do you have plans? Well, you know, I have this model kit that I was really looking forward to building, but um, I don't know. I could put it off. I mean, we can go back to your place and chill if you want. Nah, um, no, I'd rather, um, I'd rather be out. Um, wait, what level are we on? Uh, you're on like level might, three. Pulls up his, his mini comp and checks the time. Hey, follow me. All right. Uh, and I will take Frankie to, um, one of uh, Bram's favorite spots on the entire station. It's where his mom used to take him when they were very little, back when they still lived relatively close to the top side, uh, back before they went down below, I think level 37 is kind of where the cutoff is. Mm -hmm. um, up to uh, the docking ring and the, and the spaceports to um, uh, watch the ships taking off and landing. Yeah, I mean, it is constantly busy. Like, there are always ships coming in and out. Uh, you know, um, there is, you know, travel, transport, cargo. Uh, every now and then you see a military vessel um, making its way across the sky. Um, uh, how long have you guys spent? I mean, I'm just content to kind of stare out of the ships, but um, um, that's fine. Uh, Frankie will happily enjoy the silence with you. Um, there is basically after a few minutes, she does start leaning against you, and she actually gets out her her data pad, and you actually see her looking around, uh, and she starts composing, um. And the the basically the the premise of this uh, basically she's writing down the smells that are around her, kind of the the warm sensation, uh, and uh, and the title of it's going to be um, our favorite place. Uh, and while it is overall like the the song is about base not song but the the experience is about being you know, watching the spaceport, watching the, the vessels come and go. But underneath, uh, it has like a double meaning where she's actually writing about spending time with Bram. Um, so it's one of those dual meaning songs where on the surface, it's like, yeah, a very chill time, you know, feeling that that calming energy, the nostalgia of it. 
but underneath, she's actually describing uh, about being with someone at a place, and that place is being wherever that person is. But she's actually starting to compose, basically put these pieces together for their next set as they're um, just sitting there enjoying the silence. And, uh, yeah, it is calm. Uh, the, the patterns of, of the movement of humanity is very nice. Um, Bram, I need you to give me an attunement roll, please. Okay. Psi plus highest. Yeah, high, uh, psi plus highest mode. Psi highest mode. How much momentum we got? Uh, A right ton. now we have five. We had we started with two, yeah. Uh, started with three, three, and then he botched, which is two, two, yeah, so and have... then he botched again. So... Oh yeah, that's right. So it's seven. Seven. Please so, use some. Five, six. Uh, I'm gonna take um, two, so that I've got a dice full of six. Okay. You're muted. Two successes. Two successes. Okay. As you're watching the ships, uh, your eye gets drawn to um, some a sh basically a shape that is um, it's hard to gauge. Uh, either it's the size of it seems strange. Uh, because it, 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 it seems either like far away or small, or it's very hard to gauge like how big is it versus how far away it is. But when you focus on it, Bram, you feel its presence. It, it begins to like resonate and shine, uh, in your senses as you feel something massive and alive and aware out there. Um, and like Frankie, like you, you can see this ship too, because it does look strange. Um, but it like, uh, so yeah, but you begin to sort of have this brief moment of just sort of awareness and connection of this m strange ship moving far above the, the, uh, the orbit of the moon. Um, can I reach out and try to just telekinetically kind of like feel it like with that extra sense? Um, you like you reach out like, but it is way farther than your, your reach can go. Um, it's, it's like you're, you're sort of, you're trying to, trying to get a, get a gauge of this thing. Uh, and you realize that it wasn't. It's not, it's, it is not, the way, the reason you could sense this thing is because of how big it is, not because of, uh, that your power is able to reach it. Mm -hmm. um, if you'd like to give me a culture roll. Sure. Use some momentum. <laughs> um, I'll do intellect and I'll take uh, two from momentum for, okay. uh, for culture roll. Oh, one of those is a 10. So one right. success, exploding. 
two successes. So you, you think about that for a while. You know that bio ships exist, but you eventually come upon like what you what it has to be. That has to be a Leviathan. Like that has to be one of the jump ships. I'll um kind of reach out and like just put my hand on Frankie's shoulder and then I'll point up uh to where it is and I'll I'll just say I think um I think that's a Leviathan. One of them uh big new bio ships that can jump. You ever think we'll be on one one day? It didn't go by. I don't think of leaving this place. Just... If you had the opportunity, would you? I want to say yes. I just... When you've lived your life defined by loyalty, what does it make you when you leave? Graham, what makes you happy? I don't know. And I think that's a more important question than what would happen. I mean, I, I, I thought I knew, you know, but um, lately, I don't know. Well, then it's something you need to consider. A life spent doing something you don't enjoy is not a life. It's an existence. It's important to be happy. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, but I got obligations. I got people who are depending on me. Yes. And you need to decide about that. And I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying it's wrong, and I'm not questioning your loyalty. But my problem that I always see you do is that you talk about loyalty, and then you sound like you're miserable. And the only reason you're doing this is because of the sense of loyalty. The loyalty should be both ways. And if you're miserable, then the other people that you're loyalty, loyal to should know that and should help you become happy. Otherwise, again, what's the point? We're not made or whatever or born or whatever to just simply exist and do whatever it is we're told to do even if it makes us miserable. We are supposed to enjoy ourselves. We're supposed to enjoy life. And I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong. I don't know what makes you happy. 
You need to figure out what makes you happy and find a medium in between or make changes so you can be happy. I'm willing to think about that. And I would like your help in figuring that out. Well, if there's one person who knows how to be self-destructive and enjoy their life, it's me. So sure, I could be a good role model. She smiles. I don't want to be self-destructive. So you only get to take half of my advice then. But that's okay. Half advice is still better than no advice. I think that's fair. I think no matter what I do, The one thing that I can't do is leave my mother where she is. At the very least, I want to make sure that she is in a good place. I want to make sure that she is set up in a nice place upside, uh, just Somewhere she'll be safe, somewhere that she has people she can rely on. Just, I want her to be somewhat comfortable because I do owe her that. You know, there was a lot of diaper changing back when I was a kid, but she worked hard. So I want you to make me a promise. Yeah. What? Don't use the word can't. You can simply say not yet, but never can't. You start speaking in absolutes, then that's how you're going to think about it. And absolutes can't at all. Just don't use the word. But just like in in, what what part of the conversation are you saying? Did I say can't? I'm not. I'm not disputing that I did say it. I'm just like which. I can't do this. I can't do that. I hear that from you a lot. I got you. I don't want to do anything um, before I do anything like leaving. I want to make sure that she is in a good place. I want to make sure that um, nobody in the Vikings has any reason to um, use her as leverage. Not that Mao would, he's not that kind of guy, but 
were I to leave, um, I think even in the most positive of circumstances, I would at least be getting the beat down. And, um, you know, that's, that's just how these things work. And, you know, I wouldn't even really feel bad about it, but that's, that's my, that's my thing to have to endure. I don't want any of that coming down on my mom. So. Should. I understand. Should I take that path? I want to make sure that it ends with me, you know? Well, what you just said is a lot different than I can't do that. You're because right. what you just did say it is a possibility. It's a goal that I can work towards if I want it. And that's a very different statement in your brain. And you, with your of capabilities, as we'll say, which I'm still jealous about, you have a lot of mind over matter to get through. You have lived your life in absolutes. This or that. Them or us. Feast or famine. You need to start looking in the wonderful realm of in-between and possibilities. Literally look where we are. We are living on the moon in a colony on the moon. We just saw Leviathan. I mean, look what you can do. Look at aberrance. Anything is possible. Just depends on what you work towards. Yeah. So as you are having this conversation, uh, Bram, you start to feel... It's like a, a slow tugging upward. It's like it starts very small, but it starts to ramp up and up and up. Like something is pulling on that part of you that is connected to uh, the greater universe. And it pulls and it pulls and it pulls. And it's never like pulling you up or out of, out of yourself. It's just a tension on you. Like like a tide is pulling you and eventually it reaches a crescendo and that point in the sky where the ship is flashes brightly and then you feel it release you and the ship is gone. And Frankie, you saw like your eyes attracted to this like blip of light in the sky uh, and the ship is not in this space anymore. As our chance. Make a wish on Leviathan. Okay. I can do that. She what gives is... a big wide smile and she uh leans up and gives Bram a kiss and then finishes standing up, basically getting ready to go. 
What is it that Bram is wishing? Bram wishes to leave the moon. Okay. So Frankie gets up. Uh, do you accompany her? Yeah. Where are you guys headed? Well, now I assume it's pretty late, so Frankie's probably heading back to her crash space. Yeah, same. I gotta get these uh, cannoli down to uh, to Mao, so uh, I'm gonna stop by the crash pad to uh, to pick up the gun and then head down to the Vikings headquarters. Okay. So as you are heading down, um, right about when you guys get to your train, the train station that's nearest to the crash pad. Um, uh, both of you get, there's a, like the, the, the telltale buzz of a, of a sort of a, uh, top level kind of notification that goes on your phones. Uh, you start to see the, the vid screens on the train, uh, flash with like the, the stereotypical breaking news, um, uh, animatics that start to play, uh, and, uh, eventually a uh, a uh, basically a holographic uh, visage comes up and words start to scroll uh, and it says breaking news uh, uh, in investigative reporter reporting by independent journalist Judah Weaver has revealed that the UNN Kitty Hawk has left the solar system carrying an invasion fleet to Chrome Prime. We are at war. Holy shit. This is War with the Aberrants, right? No. This is, there have been, in recent years, um, an alien race has been hostile towards humanity. Uh, they've attacked a, uh, a mining colony in the Crab Nebula. Uh, and there was, uh, about a year or so ago, there was a, an attack on Earth itself uh, by a race called the Chromatics. And apparently, Earth is responding and invading their homeworld. Frankie kind of moves closer to Bram and kind of hugs him from behind, resting her cheek kind of on his shoulder. Well. So be it, I guess. Nothing we can stop it at. But. We're closer than they are. It's all just turf. And on that insightful comment, we will end our game for the evening. So let's look at our, uh, our aspirations. Y'all have fun tonight? Yes. I did, yeah. Bit of a low-key one, but some stuff going on. Uh, so, did anyone achieve a short-term aspiration? I believe I did. Learn more about Scions and Scions. Okay. Uh, Frankie? Um, no, I took steps towards a long one, okay. but no. 
No, okay. So, uh, yeah, Bram, you'll get one. Uh, you don't get the one for everyone achieving their things. Uh, any long-term aspiration? Do you get a long-term one, Bram? Uh, I also worked towards it, but no, I did okay. not uh, right. achieve it. Uh, you did spend half of your momentum, so you would both get a, an additional one. Uh, and I think that's about it. I don't think you guys have reached a story milestone or completed a group story. No. So, two for Bram, one for Frankie. Cool. All right. Well, uh, does anyone have anything they'd like to plug out into the world? Nope. I'm good. No, I think I'm good. Cool. Well, then I would like to plug, if you would like to support the show or the channel, uh, the best way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash Studios. You can also follow us uh, on, the, subscribe to us here on Twitch, give us bits in the chat if you so desire, but the best way is to become a patron. Uh, we will see everyone in two weeks uh, and continue this story of Punks on the Moon. Good night, everybody. <laughs>